What's up, competitors? Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. We are getting up, we are getting after this week, and we are talking about your haters. What's up, competitors? That's right, we are back. It is Wednesday morning, which means it is a brand new episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast, and you heard me jamming out this morning to Hold Me Back by KB. If you've not heard of this guy, you need to check out his work. He's a great rapper. He produces some incredible work. How's your week going? How are you making progress this week? How are you moving the needle forward every single day? I've got to ask, are you swinging for the fences and striking out every time you go up there? Or are you just trying to lay down bunts? Just do whatever it takes to get to first base. I want you to keep that in mind if if you're curious about that topic and this idea of laying bunts down every day. I dove into it last week on the Raising Competitors podcast. Raising Competitors is our brand, sub-brand under Compete Every Day for parents of youth athletes where we talk about leadership, competitive drive, and how do we set kids up for success in school, in sports, and in life. And I get into this concept of bunting every day. See, the bunt in baseball is not a sexy swing. Everybody wants to swing for the fences. You want to hit the ball over the fence. You want to cue the fireworks. You want to send the other team packing. Bunts, they're not that sexy. It's a a gamble. It's laying the ball down almost right in front of the catcher and racing to first base. But you see, in life, you've got to lay down bunts every day because it's not these big home run swings that are going to change everything for you. You may feel frustrated that you don't see this noticeable difference. That, man, bunting just gets me to first base. Going to lift today isn't going to help me lose all this weight. Taking on that extra job or perhaps cooking my own meal tonight instead of eating out isn't going to help me pay off all this debt. However, what it's going to allow you to do is make progress toward it. It's going to allow you to get to first and keep the ball moving forward, keep advancing around the bases. We get so distracted by everything that has to be done that we think doing something small isn't going to add up in the long run. But honestly, it's the small things we do every day that create our massive successes over time. And so don't get distracted. Don't don't fall into the trap that every person you know falls into thinking because they can't get everything done, they won't get anything done. You can get something done. You can get one thing done today, whether that's in your training, whether that's for your career and your skill development, whether honestly that's just investing back in your family time you haven't been lately. Whatever that looks like to you, I'm going to challenge you to step up, lay down a bunt, and just get that 1% growth. Get to first base today. Get to first base this week and start moving the needle in your life. Before we dive into today's show, I want to remind you about two very big things over at Compete Every Day right now. Last Wednesday, we dropped our summer collection. It is hot. Last week was the best week we've had all year in terms of y'all jumping onto the site, grabbing the gear you wanted. So I think that means you love the new gear. So check out CompeteEveryDay.com for the newest summer releases. Heck, you can use the code PODCAST for the next seven days to get 15% off your order on the website. We've got new designs such as Never Let the Hard Days Win, Forge Your Greatness, and we even brought back our Hustle shirt back from 2013. So get on there, grab them. They're all limited edition styles. Once they sell out, we will not bring them back. So that's the first thing. Second thing, 
we have a very small group of competitors that have stepped into the arena. They've decided they need help with their accountability. They need help with their focus. They need help just getting back on track in life. If that sounds like something like you need, if you need more leadership, if you need more accountability, or honestly, if you just want to get connected with a tight-knit group of people who are committed to pursuing greatness, I want to challenge you to go to competeeveryday.com, click on the coaching tab at the top navigation menu, and check out our Arena Small Group Coaching Program. Our first call actually is tonight, but don't worry, we record all of our training calls. Uh, There's a small private Facebook group for those people. You get a weekly email with help setting the focus and intention for the week and some additional trainings and resources throughout the year to help you be a better leader, a better competitor, and to get ultimately closer to your true potential. So competeeveryday.com, top menu coaching, check out the Arena Small Group Coaching Program. Finally, last but not least, if you have listened to a few episodes, if you are getting value from the Compete Everyday podcast, can you do me just one quick favor? I only ask you to do one of two things. You get to pick what you want to do. One, can you leave us a rating and review on iTunes? Just give us your thoughts, share your feedback on the show. We always look at that. We're reading all of the reviews, all of the ratings on there so we can continue to improve the show provide you more value, more motivation for you to go reach your goals and win at work, your workouts, and your life. And if you've already left us a review or you don't want to leave us a review, you're not on iTunes, can you do me this favor instead? Share this week's episode with someone in your life you know needs the message. If you know with someone that struggles with critics, of struggles of trying to win everyone's approval, of trying to make everyone happy, if you know that person and it's not you, will you share this episode with them? That helps us get the message out. It helps us instill that competitive mindset in more people. The better your friend circle is, the stronger you'll be. I have a chance to talk this upcoming weekend to the big brothers, big sisters of Texas. And I'm really excited because I get to share part of my book that I've been working on and the seven things competitors do differently to win at work and in life. And one of those things that they do is they choose their starting five. And so we're going to talk to those kids about the importance of intentionally choosing your friends, about investing in your friends to see them win, and having the type of friends that are investing in you to see you win. We'll dive into this on a future episode in more detail as we get closer to that release. But I want you to, if you can, if you know someone that needs this type of content, or heck, if you know they need something from one of the past episodes, shoot them a note, shoot them an email, shoot them a text, send them the episode, just say, hey, I think you can get some encouragement about this. And I hope it makes you a better competitor. Now, let's get into the show. Let's talk about haters, critics, and how to silence them all. All right, competitors, we're going to kick off the show with the cold, hard truth. It doesn't matter how good you are. It doesn't matter how great you become one day. There will always be critics. You will always have haters You will always have people who don't like you, who think your work is crap, who tell you you're not good enough. Take, for instance, baseball. This past weekend was baseball's Hall of Fame weekend, and so they induct uh, new members to the Baseball Hall of Fame. And the unique part about this past weekend is Mariana Rivera, who is the greatest closer of all time, played for the New York Yankees uh, for years he was the first player in baseball history to be unanimously voted into the Hall of Fame. 425 voters, 425 people said he deserved in the Hall of Fame. And that got me thinking, because baseball's been around quite a long time. They've been voting on the Hall of Fame 
for quite a long time. And if Mariano is the very first player to be voted in unanimously, I needed to see some of these other votes. Because think about it. Ken Griffey Jr. was the second highest. Out of 440 voters, 437 voted him into the Hall of Fame. That means three people thought that Jr. was not good enough to make baseball's Hall of Fame. In fact, three of those people left him off their ballot completely, which is insane to me. Nolan Ryan had six people leave him off. Cal Ripken Jr., the Iron Man, had eight people leave him off. Hank Aaron had nine. Tony Gwynn had 13. Greg Maddox had 16, like Babe Ruth. Everybody talks about Babe Ruth in reference to baseball, and 11 people felt he wasn't good enough for the Hall of Fame. Like These are people that have proved their work on the field time and time and time again. They've hit home runs. They've struck out batters. They've been the best at their position, the best in the game. Everyone in America has seen it. Fans have seen it. They voted them into all-star games. Yet some people, still with a vote, decided, you know what? I don't like that person. I don't think they deserve to go to the Hall of Fame because of something they did over here or how they handled an interview with me or perhaps maybe I'm just jealous. So if the greatest ever in their sport are not unanimously voted into the Hall of Fame, if the greatest ever still have their share of critics and doubters and people that think they suck, here's the good news for you. That should completely remove the burden from your shoulders of trying to get everyone to like you, of trying to get everyone to approve of you, or trying to get everyone just to appreciate you and your work. Like you should be able to take that elephant on your shoulders and remove it. Because if you're constantly trying to win the approval of others, if you're constantly trying to get everyone to like you, like that is a losing race. Hall of Fame baseball players can't even get everyone to like them and vote for them. Why should you? And the cool part is when you take that burden off your shoulders, you're more free to do other things. You're free, honestly, to not give a rip, to not care. Who cares if everyone doesn't like you? Like, that's not what should matter. Like, are you doing the work? Are you pursuing this goal for you, for your family? Like, how's it going to improve your life, their life? Or are you doing it so everyone else will like you? Are you posting that picture, that post on social media so you'll get more people to like you? Or so you'll encourage and help them. So what I want to talk to you about today is the fact that there's always haters. And you can't control that. But guess what? That's 100% okay because that's about them. What you do control is your effort, your attitude, and your actions. Are you going to respond to them? Or are you just going to focus on what you control? Are you going to choose to take action? Are you going to choose to give your best efforts? And are you going to choose that positive attitude? Like there will always be trolls. Why are you wasting your time? Why are you wasting your energy and why are you wasting your focus on them? They don't matter. Those critics don't matter. Those are the people on the stands yelling at the players on the field. They're the ones safe sitting behind their box of popcorn, their beer. Like there's no chance of that person in the stands ever getting a win or ever getting a loss. They're safe on the stands. There's no chance of them ever stepping on the field. If you haven't seen Brene Brown's Netflix special, she talks about the importance of knowing who you take criticism and feedback from. And if they aren't someone that's in the arena, on the dirt floor with you, their opinions don't matter. Same goes with you. If that person is not in the field with you, 
that's not one of your starting five, your close friends who you trust, then quit listening to their opinions. Quit letting their little chirping voices get to you. Because it doesn't matter how good you become, there will still be critics, so quit letting them bother you. Quit paying attention to the trolls on your social media feed. Quit trying to win the approval of people who honestly don't matter in the long run. Their opinions should never influence your effort, your attitude, and your actions. So quit letting them. Put your blinders on. Put your headphones on. Block it out and focus on what you control this week. Your effort, your attitude, and your actions. If the best ever in the game of baseball still have their share of haters, don't be surprised that you do too. But here's the good thing. They didn't let those haters influence how they played, how they competed, and neither should you. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. As always, drop us a note with your feedback to podcast at competeeveryday.com. Check out more episodes, find amazing apparel, get connected with the community at competeeveryday.com. And until next week, bring your best, show up every day regardless of how you feel, and be that type of competitor you were created to be. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. Visit CompeteEverydayPodcast.com to learn how you can get connected with other everyday competitors. Contact the show and find resources to help compete for your best life.